This is the TJ Show. Look at that. It's Thursday, November 30th. Whoa, Chabo, does that mean it's almost Friday? Um, yeah, it's Friday Eve. All right, cool. Well, let's enjoy the Thursday. Let's not get there too fast. Right, you don't want to rush time. Question for you. What's up? Who wants to feel my hands today? You? Kenny? Jabo? That's a mad, weird question. Why are well, you asking me the that? The reason I ask is because... I need to contact HR. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm proud of my hands today because last night I stole one of my wife's... Um, you know those like gloves that have moisturizer in them? Yeah. And you put them on mm-hmm. and they make your hands nice and yes. they repair your hands, it says. Yeah. Well, I put them on before I fell asleep. But then I fell asleep with them on, and my wife had to wake me up and say, what's wrong? What? I looked like a surgeon who passed out in the middle of surgery. And I said, oh, I'm just making my hands nice and soft. So, you know, when I touch you, it's not disgusting. And she was like, oh, okay, cool. And she said, well, that's mine. Right. I said, I know, but I need soft hands, too. I like how your hands feel. I mean, doesn't that whole mind thing drop when you get married, though? You should have been like, actually, what's yours is mine. What's mine is yours. Yeah, I'm going to use that next time. Because that's what, as a wife, that's usually what we say. Okay, good. I'm, thank you. You're arming me. See, yeah. You don't have to feel my hands, but I'm, I'm just want to let you know. Yeah, I nice want to feel your hands. You know, my, my hands got so, like, dry that I think I need another repair, and I think she's got one more. So I'm going to I'm gonna get to that Don't soon take enough. her last one, though. Then there's going to be problems. <laughs> okay, fine. Fair enough. The Golden Bachelor finale's on tonight. I don't know. Who cares about this? But I guess if you're watching it, you care. Of course. I, I'm watching it. I don't even watch The Bachelor, but Kenny got me on this one, so mm-hmm. I, I care. Kenny hit the streets to see who else cares about The Golden Bachelor. Do you have any senior citizens in your life? Like parents, <laughs> yeah, perhaps? Yeah, of course, yeah. How do you feel if someone in your life was on The Golden Bachelor? Trying yeah, to find I love. I don't give a. No. You don't care. No, I'm not into TV. I'm not into like yeah, the whole spectacle. I find it distasteful. I spend a lot of time watching TV. Yeah. All right. Good. Nice. Good for you. Thanks. See, it's not as fun when you find someone who doesn't care about the show, right? <laughs> it's tough to start a conversation. Awesome. I don't. Yeah, I think people spend their attention on the wrong things. So, what do you think I could be doing, for instance? That would be better than watching The you, Golden Bachelor. personally? Yeah. What do you like to do besides watch TV? See, it takes a long time for Kenny to answer that question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like hanging out with my girlfriend, but we often watch TV and movies together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like playing games and sports uh-huh. and right, video yeah. games. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> He's not impressed. I like reading fiction. Yeah, nice. I'm currently reading the Hunger Games prequel, uh-huh. A Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. There's a new movie out, but yeah. I have to finish the book before I go see the yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Cool. I would suggest doing more of that, if you want my opinion, since you asked. No, I, I appreciate it. Thank Less you so much. Less TV, more reading. This guy's awesome. I can I feel love his judgment. Guy. I didn't heavy. like him. Real heavy. You didn't like him? Nah. I would love to hang out with this guy. I think he's right. Like, what would happen? Imagine what would happen to the world if people spent, like... Less time on Instagram, less time watching The Golden Bachelor, and more time reading with their girlfriend and talking about books. Do you think the world would change a little bit? Are you in this? Yeah, I, I don't think so. <laughs> I love. Are you this guys guy. related, TJ? I'm telling you, this guy's got it figured out. That's awesome. How do, you, Kenny? Listen to the man. <laughs> I'm, he's so right. I mean, think about it. Think about how badly social media is messing people up. For real. 
And if they spent that time just consuming a book, I mean, look at the screen time on your phone, right? It calculates your screen time. Yeah. How high is it? It's it's good. It's a good number. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good number. Good and like high or good and like low? But it's it's I, impressive. I don't want to be judgmental of Kenny. And it may sound that way a little bit. But I'm just, let me just share my own experience. Let's go that way. Okay? All right. All right. There have been books that I've read, to his point, that have changed my life forever and for the better. And it's actually helped me get closer to the goals that I have. It's helped me become more disciplined. It's made life feel more fulfilling than it's ever felt. And I'm mad at myself that I didn't jump on the boat sooner. For a lot of years, I was just like, "Ah, who needs to read? I want to watch every movie on the planet. And there's some value there, right? If you like cinematography Mm -hmm. and you love great acting, sure. But in moderation, Kenny, you've spent weeks and months and years of your life watching. You've calculated time well spent. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Are you mad? The moderation has added up for Kenny. That's the thing. Yes, it's not moderation (laughs) anymore. (laughs) Well, these are things that bring me joy. And I think Mm -hmm. the pursuit of joy in life, there's nothing wrong with that. But come on. Yeah. I do agree with that. I guess Kenny does seem like a pretty happy guy. You're probably one of the happiest guys I know. I'm very happy. And I also think I am well balanced. I mean, it doesn't seem that way the way you portray it, but I'm I'm a responsible adult. I pay my taxes. (laughs) I come to work on time. I work hard. No, you know? all these things are good. I don't know well, about the whole responsible per- grown adult, though. I mean, what do you mean? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You might pay your bills, but have you been to your doctor recently? Well, good you, point. Good you point. You know? Yeah. The balance some... beam is up one way, below the other way. This is the TJ Show. Kenny, we love you no matter how much TV you watch. That's love right. Eviana in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Is that really you? Yeah. Now, you have a question for us. Go ahead and ask away. I always say you can call the phone number anytime. It's available to you for any reason. What is your question? How do you guys play your podcast with the radio station? Oh, yeah, that's a very uh, good question. And and I know what you're saying. Like, we have a podcast, which is at thetjshow.com. And we're also on your radio in Kalamazoo. It's like, how in the world does that work? Right, Eviana? Yeah. Yeah. No, we're in a confusing time of media. And I think the problem is we've got way too many ways to listen to things and consume things. Don't you agree? Yeah. Yeah. People need to be out in nature more. Right. Oh, yeah. Yes. And if you're going to be out in nature, obviously take your little radio with you, uh, you know, make sure you have your emergency wind up radio (laughs) because you never know. Like if something happens, a tree falls, you can't get out. You want to hear how to, I mean, I don't know what I'm saying, actually. I'm just, this is what we used to say on the radio. (laughs) What I'm trying to say is there's way too many ways to listen to things. I'm just so glad to be here with you. Did I handle that okay, Kenny? You did. You forgot to mention there's too many things to listen to. So all you need is this radio station. Right? Like, aren't you entertained enough and don't you enjoy the music enough that you don't even need to worry about all these choices? Yeah. I love the music you guys play. You guys play a lot of repeats on this channel, but... I'm surprised to hear that. Yeah, I haven't noticed. Have you noticed any repeats? No. Um, Eviana, we so appreciate you turning your radio on. Thank you for choosing our show. You know, there's like, well, as you pointed out, a million things to listen to. And the fact that you're here, that's no small thing. We do not take that lightly. And we want to make sure that we put on the very best show that we can for you every single day. And we try to hit the mark on that as many times as possible. Now, no show can do it 100% of the time. Right? Yeah, we're not perfect. Right. But uh, we're yeah. going to try our very best to make sure that every time you turn on this radio station, you feel better when you turn it off. Has that been happening? Yeah. Okay, great. Well, there you go. So I guess we're doing our part. You have an amazing holiday. And uh, what are you asking for this year? Anything special? Car. You want a car? 
Yeah. Oh, cool. Me too. I have a car, and I, I want another one. <laughs> There's this. Well, what kind of car do you have? I drive a Honda. Oh, nice. I want. I want a gray Jeep. Cool. Yeah. You know, Kenny has a Jeep. I'm a Jeep guy. That's cool. Jeeps are my favorite brand of cars. If you ever get a really versatile, if you ever get a Jeep, let's trade rubber duckies. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Apparently, Jeep people know about this rubber ducky exchange, right? Like you just come out to your car, and sometimes people put a duck on your car. You see a Jeep, you leave a rubber duck, (laughs) and hopefully, you get one back. See, I didn't know. I didn't know about any of this because I just drive a Honda. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Jeep people. (laughs) Hey, Eviana, you have a wonderful day. Thank you for turning your radio on. Have a wonderful rest of your day, guys. Bye. Thank you. It is always refreshing to see there's love in the air somewhere, for most of us at least. There was a story recently about a, an engagement that was caught on a ring camera, mm-hmm. like a proposal. I think these things get your brain thinking, producer Heather, because mm-hmm. you had an unceremonious engagement. It wasn't actually you didn't have an engagement. No, not really. It was more of a my marriage is more of a business transaction. Uh, my husband had really good health insurance, and I wanted to hop on that. So I was like, "Hey, let's uh, let's just you know get married." So you guys go to the courthouse, and yeah, you've been married for how long? Uh, it'll be two years in January. But see, I don't believe you. You, what do you mean? tend to minimize this whole quote transaction, but I think you guys are really in love. No, I mean I love. They've Luke. been I, together for like ten years before they got married. Yes, what, what I love my husband, and I I mean I'm glad that we're married, and I'm not unhappy in my marriage, but like. I, I don't think that we would be married now if I didn't want the health insurance. So wait, when are you going to cut out the nonsense? What do you like, mean? You, you <laughs> guys love you each her, other. That's like, her honest story. No, but can you just, I see you I guys. I said I love him. I do love my husband. But you're seeing all these engagements and yeah. it made you think to ask your husband if he ever had an engagement planned. Yeah, I was curious to see if like maybe he did want to marry me. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I guess uh, might as well ask after a couple years, yeah, right? After you've been married. Hey, but I have a question for you. Just one. So we, we didn't have like a traditional wedding. Does it bother you at all? No, I really. I Are don't, you sure? No, I don't like being the center of attention like that. Like right like, now. Like that. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to be up at like in the front, like saying lovey-dovey things in front of people. Oh, I don't want to do that. We're gonna keep working on it. Her body just cringed. <laughs> yeah. She thought about <laughs> it. That. Right? Like we kind of just you know signed the paper, went to the courthouse, whatever. Yeah. Did thing. It was beautiful. Yeah. No real engagement. But just I'm curious, like, what would you have done, like, if you were going to propose to me? Like, did you plan on anything? See, I think, J-Bo, just you and me right now, I think because she's even asking this question, she wants it. I think she's open to it. Definitely curious about it. Oh, hi, Heather. Oh, so yeah, sorry. (laughs) I actually did have something planned. What was it? What if I end up doing it? I mean, you don't have to. I mean, I don't need a proposal. I'm just wondering. But you can't do it now. You're married already. You yes, made you a can. choice. You I mean, can. if we wanted to, you know, do an actual ceremony or celebrate in any way, we, we could. Propose. Oh, okay. You're probably going to want one after I tell you, but uh, <laughs> I was going to see if I could rent out a movie theater and then have them play Empire Records. That's my favorite movie. Because that's your favorite movie. And then I was going to have... Um, You're getting choked up right now. Me? In the recording. I mean, I am. <laughs> Weren't you? Uh, no. Okay. All right. <laughs> like all your friends and family and stuff and my family be like in the theater oh yeah and then like the movie would play and then at some point I was going to propose to you oh see this guy's a romantic who Aww. just he adores you and I think you're so hard edged in <laughs> well I, yeah, I, I think you, you guys are just you have to be hard edged if you don't want to be hurt and that's the thing with Heather she's putting up walls but she has to trust Lewis enough to know that he's not going to hurt her uh oh 
Is that true? Uh, maybe. I, I mean, I, I don't know. You just jumped when she said that. I didn't, it looked like an I, electricity just Heather went through Heather looked right body. over at me and she pointed to her nose and then pointed at me. Pretty much means I'm on the nose. I'm right. Oh, that's really, I would have really liked that actually. See? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's actually really, I didn't honestly didn't right. think you would have planned anything. I didn't think you were going to do anything. I thought you would just mm-hmm. like. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm thoughtful. Yeah. <laughs> Way to underestimate me. Well, I did. <laughs> hey, well, yeah, I would have uh, really liked that. So, um... You're gonna have to do something. You want that now, don't you? Well, you're gonna have to do something. I already know, so it's not gonna be a surprise anymore. So you have to do something bigger and better. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, poor Lewis. He's always getting cornered. He's I got know. all these great ideas. Poor Lewis. <laughs> what? <laughs> We're gonna keep working on Heather. Uh, you're like a little caterpillar about to turn into a butterfly. I can feel it. Ooh, fly, baby, fly. This is the TJ Show. I think there's something to learn here for anyone who wants to enhance their relationship. Jabo, you've done a fine deed here. Oh, thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Your husband, Archie, is a huge fan of basketball, yes. has been since you met. You didn't know anything about it. No. And you've taken initiative to really learn for him. Yeah, because he's important to me. And so what's important to him is important to me. Because you want to be able to speak the language with him. Mm-hmm. You want to know what's happening because he's so passionate about it. Right. And I think that's beautiful. You care enough to want to do the things that he wants to do. And it's a sacrifice, but you found that you actually enjoy it. I do enjoy it. I enjoy learning from him. I enjoy watching games with him. And so, yeah, I just want to check in. Yeah. And now you know a lot about it. Mm-hmm. And you actually recorded a little check-in you did with him to see how you're doing. This is great that you guys are communicating like this, and he loves that you love basketball now. Let's see how you did. Hey, Archie. Hey, babe. I feel like I've I've learned some things, so I'm thinking you should quiz me, and we can see how far I've come. Okay, cool. Who is the all-time leader in three-pointers made in NBA history? Mm, I don't know the answer to that question. Kenny? Um, I don't know. Um... It's not Allen Houston. <laughs> he was my this is not a game about Knicks. who it's not. It's who it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. That's how we play. Josh, do you know? I mean, I've got it down to two. It's got to be Steph Curry or Ray Allen. Those I'm going to go with the three-point king himself who came into the NBA and changed up the game. Uh, Steph Curry, number 30 on Golden State Warriors. Uh, wow, okay. Hey, is that <laughs> right? Yeah, a little backstory behind that. <laughs> Oh, so Josh knew. How about yeah, that? Well, Javo got extra credit points. You hear all that? Yeah, that's oh, pretty cool. That is correct. Okay, cool. You got something else for me? Absolutely. Who is the all-time points leader in the NBA currently? Who is it? This one I think I know. I think it happened in the last couple of years. Yeah. I think it's LeBron. Yeah, what about? I think now it's LeBron. It yes, just he, happened. I don't know that. It's um, LeBron James. Not nice. Wow. LeBron James. He plays for the Lakers. Before that, he played for the Cavaliers. Before that, he played for Miami. Before that, he played for the Cavaliers. Nice. Are, are you a LeBron fan? Not a LeBron fan, no. <laughs> okay. Right? Am I right? Yeah, you're correct. And you, the, the backstory is a bonus. Okay, so TJ doesn't know a lot about sports. Okay. He's always saying how he doesn't know much about sports. Do you have any like trivia questions you want to ask him? Oh, great. Why'd you have to ask me about me? What the heck am I going to know? Oh, yeah, sure. I got some stuff for TJ. The first one is when a player is in a shooting motion and someone makes a non-basketball play on him, meaning that they touched him in a way that is non-basketball-wise, okay. uh, possibly hit him, uh, what is awarded to that player? Mm, a meeting with HR. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to guess uh, that's got to be a foul shot, right? That's correct. It is a foul shot. Does he? Oh, okay. I know the answer to this. It is a foul shot? Is that it what he's It is a foul asking? shot. Oh, yeah. okay. Great. Okay. Let's see if he knows the answer. See, I know, enough, I know enough about being a little kid that I, I recognize the answer to that. 
Well, depending on where the player was shooting, it could be two foul shots yep. or three. Or don't, three. Don't mess up my answer. Or my one, answer was fine. Yep. if he made the basket. Jabo said it was right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a foul shot. Question. How many seconds does a team have to score? Like once they have the ball in their hand? Once they have the ball in their hands. Mm. Okay, so like how many seconds are on the shot clock? Is that referring to? Yeah, I didn't want to give him that much, but... Mm, I'm going to guess 60 seconds. Mm, no. Nah. How much? 24. 24? Mm-hmm. Oh. Test him a little bit. Okay, well, I mean, I kind of <laughs> gave you a hint, TJ. J-Bo, I think it's so great that even though you didn't care about basketball, you still have taken the time to want to learn and to want to invest because it's important to him. Yeah, and my husband, Archie, he's coaching um, elementary students now, and so it's nice to be able to see him do his thing when they see him coach and then call out certain plays or call out certain things a restaurant calling out, like, that's a foul! Yeah, great. <laughs> Get involved. <laughs> Get involved yeah. with the stands. I love it, J-Bo. Well done. Thank you. One of the many reasons why I love this time of year is no shave November. Sort of bummed that tomorrow everything resets. Do I have to take this beard that I've been trying to grow off? It's not that impressive. Like, it's kind of disappointing. You'd think, I always assume when I start growing out my beard, it's going to look like one of those awesome old pictures from the 1800s where people just knew how to... That takes time, though. Your beard looks good, bro. You think so? Yeah. Would you tell me, though? If I look bad? Yeah. And you asked me, you said, Jabo, what do you think about my beard? Yeah, what do you think about my beard? I think it looks good. All right, thank you. If it looked bad and you asked, I would tell you it looked bad. Thank you. I say leave it. Yes, producer Kenny. Jabo, what do you think of my beard compared to TJ's beard? I think your beard is a little thinner than TJ's beard. Mm-hmm. However, I do think a couple more weeks, maybe another month, we'll give it some more, like, girth. Yeah, you disappointed with... I will say that for 30 days of no shaving, this is all I got. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little bit. So does that make me more manly than Kenny? <laughs> no, that just means you have more like hairy hormones than he does. No, oh, I've got hairy hormones. I don't know the, I don't know the science terminology <laughs> behind that, but that's, that's <laughs> my science terminology. <laughs> I think that's what it's called, Javo, <laughs> hairy hormones. I'm so ha- I'm happy to have him. Well, Kenny hit the streets, and I guess our opinion is not enough. He wanted to ask random people okay. how they felt about his status. And again, this is all for a great cause. I would say the easiest one-stop shop is no-shave.org. I just did No Shave November. What do you think? This is a month without shaving. That's, yeah, no, I'm doing that too. You can't really tell, but, um. Ooh, dart. Yeah, No Shave November's good uh, awareness and stuff. Are you impressed with my beard? I am. It's very nice. Are you jealous? Honestly, yeah. (laughs) At least you tried. Wow, so his must have been a lot less. Yeah, I went to a college campus thinking that maybe my beard might be in better shape than theirs. Oh, right out of high school? Yeah. Yeah. I did try. That's all that mattered. It's what counts. So I um, did No Shave November this past month, and I wanted to see what you thought of my beard. Oh, um, yeah. You can be honest. Nice nice beard, yeah. (laughs) A little thin, but otherwise. Okay, so yeah, he went yeah. there. There you go. He's honest. He was going back and forth in his head. Should I? Hurry? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Enough nonsense out there. Might as well just tell him the truth. See, you got a pretty solid beard. Did you do no shave November? Uh, no, not really. Actually, I just shaved today, so uh, I, I did not. I did not participate. I kind of forgot about it, honestly. So yeah, he's got a great beard when he shaves. <laughs> right. That's impressive. I did yeah. it. I you did. I stayed true. You stayed true. I mean, I can see. I mean, I mean, now that I'm getting a better look, you know, the sun's in my eyes, so it's hard to see. Oh, I'm first, sorry. You know man. what I mean? No, that's no, all good, man. <laughs> this is a, this is a month. He, he couldn't tell because the sun was in his eyes. Can you feel <laughs> a little bit better about yourself? This is a, this good. is a month. Yeah, it looks fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Well, <laughs> yeah, my parents the... wouldn't let me. Oh, yeah. uh, 
Wait, his parents who wouldn't let him grow a beard out? I guess so. And he listened to him? That's tough. That's the dude who usually winds up having the beard dragging across the floor. Yeah, he will in like the <laughs> yeah. next 15 years. Why do you have such a long beard? Because my parents said I can't. <laughs> right. That's why. You'll get there someday. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, that's good. At the very end of it all, you got to encourage someone else. I, I appreciate it. Who's that. not even allowed to grow out a beard. I know. I mean, my goodness. Thank goodness you were there. Uh, Kenny, so give us a quick uh, recap. Where do people go if they want to understand No Shave November, if they want to support the causes? Yeah, the idea of this is to promote men's health. Typically, men don't pay as much attention to their health. So this idea of No Shave November is supposed to raise awareness. You could take the money that you would have spent on shaving and grooming and donate it to the cause at no-shave.org. No-shave.org. That's where you find out all about it. I really don't want to sound like my parents. I love my parents. But I remember when I was growing up, they would say things about my interests. And they wouldn't quite understand why I was interested in what I was interested in. But I'm reading this survey There was a poll done with 501 kids between the ages of 10 and 17 to find out what they wanted for Christmas. 72% said they wanted something video game related, which I understand. Video games are fun. Right. Of that 72% who wanted video games, nearly half of them wanted subscriptions to be able to play the games that they like online and also wanted in-game currency. Just 22% are after physical games. And the thing that I don't understand, and I want to be able to understand it, but it just seems so dumb. And I don't understand why anyone would want in-game currency. (laughs) From what I understand, you give your money, like real money. Right. And you buy fake money. That's correct. In the game to buy digital things in the game. Right. Is there more to it than that? I think the allure is for kids it speeds up the game process. You can do more in the game faster. Otherwise, you would have to play the game. For instance, Minecraft. <laughs> Isn't that why you buy the game? To yes. play it the game? longer to play the game. Yeah, but Jibo, I think about when I was playing Mario Brothers with my brother, and we would, that's all we would do. We would just sit in front of the screen <laughs> because we wanted yeah, to play same. the game, right? And we would get from level to level, and sometimes you'd die. In lava. Okay, so that's your fault. You gotta start over. You gotta build resilience. You start again. And is it frustrating? Sure. So that's how you learn how to beat the level, too. Yes. Is it a game when you're paying to what? Get to that next level? So let's use your example. I don't know if you could do this in Mario or not, but you're having really a, a really hard time getting through a certain level. With this digital currency, you can buy, let's say, a special mushroom that'll give you special powers to beat the level faster. Jabo, is that stupid or what? Let me tell you, I don't want to get deep with you, bro. It's kind of like the equivalent of the way the world works now. Money can buy you things that if I don't have it and you got it, you're going to get further than I am. I hear you on that. But I also, I will argue, fine, that there's a skill involved with video games. And I think that I benefited from learning Nintendo, and I think there were things later in my life that I think are connected to Nintendo, so Mm -hmm. I'll give you that. But if I'm paying to just get through the levels, like literally what good is it? No, it's true. You're not learning much. You're not learning resilience. You're not learning the game for sure, but that is life also. I I know. It takes discipline and it takes hard work. I don't think in-game currency is really helping anyone. 
And that's our culture, though, as yeah. J-Bo mentioned, in, in real life. We want immediate gratification. Yeah. We don't want to do the work to get what we want. We just want it now. And I also see, I mean, I have an eight-year-old, and you may remember I was sharing, she played this game Roblox. She's now banned from it, by the way, because we, we found some creepy things on there. Yeah, it's mad creepy. And, uh, and so she'll never play that again, at least for as long as I'm alive. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or at least she, <laughs> until she's of legal age and she can make her own decisions, but hopefully she chooses not to. And she wanted in-game currency, and she actually convinced my parents to buy her the these little cards. I'm like, this is the worst thing you could possibly buy. Like take $17, buy a book. It'll change your life. And I know that people will be better for it than uh, buying like a new enhanced unicorn on one of these <laughs> games. Like it has no value for anyone's life. So good. I'm glad I'm not way off on this one. It You're seems like way off. you guys agree. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's a cheap way out. Just going to warn you. This is probably going to be the weirdest story you've heard all day. Maybe all week. Oh, I'm excited for it. There's a guy who was suffering headaches for five months. He kept complaining about them. Finally checks himself into the hospital. The doctors conduct CAT scans. They do some examinations. The unusual source of the man's symptoms. A pair of chopsticks that had reportedly penetrated up his nose and into his brain. Now, take a moment to wince, I know. That is painful. It sounds really bad, and it was really bad, and thankfully he is okay. My eyes are watering. We'll get to that in a moment. The head of the Department of Neurosurgery dubbed the case, quote, very rare. Can we all agree on that? Even as (laughs) non-doctors, this is not usual. You don't have to worry about this. It's probably not going to happen to you. At first, the man couldn't recall why the chopsticks were in his head. But then he remembered he was involved in a fight five months ago while he was out drinking. Mm. See, it's sort of a a PSA against too much alcohol. You think you have liquid courage, then you want to fight. Mm -hmm. Patient didn't remember many details from the brawl, only that someone had stabbed him with an unknown object. Sounds terrible. However, he reported to the hospital after the incident, the doctors didn't find the chopsticks on the first go-around or anything for that matter, that seemed out of the ordinary. Now, we've talked about how there are some bad doctors out there, Mm -hmm. and you'd think uh, if they're checking someone, they would have seen that, but I guess anyone could miss it, right? Who would ever think? That's true. I mean, they were lodged up in that man's, like, nasal cavity, and the guy doesn't remember, so he wouldn't have known to tell the doctors. Yeah, it's a warning to really be careful out there. You never know who you're messing with Mm -hmm. and what could happen. I mean, this is an unthinkable scenario. Thankfully, the doctors were able to remove the chopsticks and the man is in stable condition. So, Mm. you know, I read this story and I feel for the guy and I'm glad he's okay and hopefully life looks completely different moving (laughs) forward and, you know, everyone stays out of fights. I know for sure I will never start a fight at a bar because I just, most people can beat me up. Yeah. Uh, you think I want to be humiliated like that? They could beat you up sober. Imagine what some <laughs> what some liquid courage can do. When I'm thinking about my worst drinking night, the story that comes to mind is I was in high school, well, you know, at a certain age, around 21, and I was getting very sick on a kid's front lawn, and my best friend laughs as loud as he can in my face and says, look at this guy. He's digging for worms and then kept walking. And I'm like, dude, you're my ride home. <laughs> and then he was like, oh yeah. And then I had to get into his uh, car. And, yeah, it was, uh, it's humiliating. Man, you I have mean, a story? Oh yeah, I think every, 
if everyone's you, got a story yeah especially if you've experienced alcohol and, and getting drunk but I mean this one I remember it was after work I was like oh I'm gonna go out with some friends no big deal and my sorority sister was the bartender which tells you a lot right there like free drinks all night you know mm-hmm. I finally make it home wake up the next day go to work and my supervisor keeps like pacing around my cubicle I was working for like some medical company at the time and every time he'd walk by he's like man it just smells like rubbing alcohol oh yeah the cleaners because, were there <laughs> it's because the alcohol was literally <laughs> coming out of my pores yeah the bar cleaner yeah. J-Bo yeah, but Pretty it, much. different time right mm-hmm, different, different time. time and for me different time yeah. too Kenny do you have a story like everyone has that one story that comes to mind and I know that you do have one right how could you not I've seen you even just at like a little tiny party and I see what you're doing but do you think I got inappropriate at that show dinner night no, no I just 30 minutes in two beers down I'm I know kidding. that uh, I'm kidding. you're a fan I mean the way I knew that and I, maybe I'm a little too good of a detective but Kenny came to the party with a cooler full of alcohol <laughs> and didn't put any of his alcohol in my own refrigerator he and he stood by the cooler too right like he had he was his own security for the yes. cooler so I just got this feeling that maybe you enjoy and you have a story and it turns out you do yeah I have a couple but I'll tell you this one uh, that involves my brother John and this is a warning right this is a drinking warning that we don't overdo it especially it's the holidays there are parties happening work parties Mm -hmm. you don't want to be the one Mm -mm. trust me people will talk about you do you Mm -hmm. remember the one at another party Uh you want to be that nope were you at one point? Do you want to do that again? Mm-mm-mm. No. And here's another story of inspiration. So my brother John and I were renting a house with some friends, and I don't remember exactly what ticked me off, but I got really mad at John. My brother is a former Division One football player. He is a huge human being, and I had beer <laughs> muscles that night, and I just kept on poking and prodding him How old for are you? whatever he did. Probably 25 or 26. Way too old to be still fighting with your brother. Um, um, and at one point, John just snapped and he threw me around my bedroom like a rag doll. I'm talking broken lamps, broken tables. And I just thank God that he didn't punch me because that could have been really something else. Did you break something? Like on you, your body? No, no. Other than maybe some scrapes and some bruises. And but your a lo- ego. And <laughs> ego for sure. Especially when I think about beating my brother Throughout our entire childhood, and then the switch happened where he became much mm-hmm. bigger than me, and I thought I'd learned to shut my mouth, but no, not that night, not with the alcohol present. It's really hard to be a bully when the people you're bullying outgrow you, yes. <laughs> and you're hearing this firsthand from Kenny, our mm. friend here who still likes to drink, right? You didn't learn a lesson that night. Yeah, but hopefully I don't have any more good stories like this to tell in the future. You're best friends with your brother now, right? Oh, yeah. I was the best man at his wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And even if you didn't want to be, you're still going to be. Oh. <laughs> After that butt whooping. Yeah. I got That's nothing but nice things to say. He's <laughs> <laughs> a great father. <laughs> what a else? great brother. <laughs> um, yeah. He's uh, he's really good at his think job. Think fast. Think fast. A yeah. great son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our Kenny. We love our Kenny. Yeah, that's all we need to hear for now. I know you got, wait, I, I know you I, want to tell more. I have more. I don't want to tell more, but I have more. This is the TJ Show. Our news, it sounds a whole lot different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story he can find, and then he brings us the most interesting ones. Kenny, what's happening on the planet today? There appears to be trouble in paradise. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that Apple wants to cut ties with the Wall Street Bank Goldman Sachs for their partnership on the Apple credit card and the Apple savings account. Uh Uh-oh. 
Are we allowed to ask questions about this? Well, didn't that relationship just start a few months ago? Yeah, it started in April, and they say that the relationship is expected to dissolve over the course of the next 12 to 15 months. Really? Well, that's got to be tough. You ever move in with someone, and then you're like broken up, but you're in the same place. <laughs> but it's too expensive to move out, so you're like, let's just bygones be bygones. But imagine that with like the most powerful people in the world. Mm-hmm. That's got to so, be pretty awkward. So you got to move out. Who's sleeping in the basement, Apple or Goldman Sachs? <laughs> Who has the upper hand in that relationship? Know. Probably Apple, from what it sounds like, because they're breaking up with Goldman. Yeah, but it turns out that Goldman Sachs wants to break up with Apple, too. Oh, they're both too unhappy in this relationship. Well, do they say Why? So one of the reasons, at least, that Apple wants to split with the Wall Street Bank, apparently Goldman Sachs is bleeding money. One report shows that their platform solution unit, which includes Apple Card, lost $1.2 billion in the last nine months. Huh. Yeah, another thing was Apple Card customers complained about bad customer service from Goldman Sachs. There were instances where money disappeared from accounts, and although the money did come back, it was only after a long, stressful delay. Mm. Oh, no, that's not good. I'd be upset. (laughs) We're in the early days of this experimental digital currency. Some people love it, want it to go that way. Other people want to keep cash as the way to transfer funds. It is, uh, it's wild times. It seemed like a pretty good deal to me and almost too good to be true, where if you had this Apple card, the points, the cashback points that you earn would automatically be transferred into your Apple savings account, which would earn you 4.15 interest, Mm. 4.15. 1-5% interest, which is pretty impressive. Well, well, I'll just keep watching and keep uh, using my dollar bills at the deli. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll see as they iron that out if it ever gets all like right, it all Uncle works. TJ. Yeah, and I'll switch over at some point. Kenny, what else do you have? The world's first electric flying passenger ship has completed all testing, and they're set to enter mass production starting next year. Now, don't they already have flying ships like technically a, a plane that lands on the water wouldn't that become a ship <laughs> once it lands yeah, i didn't think about it that way it's a flying boat really that's what it is it's called the candela p12 it's a 30 seat hydrofoil ferry boat hmm. and it hovers above the water it can reach speeds of 35 miles per hour has a nautical range of 50 miles What's the purpose for hovering because it's still a ferry boat it's going to be in the water right so the physics of Friction when the boat sails on the water, the water kind of holds that boat back. So, with the boat hovering above the water, there's hardly any friction. It doesn't create hardly any wake. So, that would give them exemptions from no wake zones because it's not going to erode the coastline or damage docks that are on land. Wow. I've been waiting for the, the plotar to be invented. That's what the, is a plotar? That's the plane boat car train. Nice. And uh, if you mix all the words together, it works. And I just thought, <laughs> yeah, that, I, picked up on that. I thought that would be so cool <laughs> to be able to just be on any means of transportation. And uh, Work on it, TJ. Well, you, you got Tesla trying some things, right? Yeah, talk to your buddy uh, Elon. I can't get in touch with him. I've been asking him to make yeah. this thing for the longest time. He's been busy with yeah, X. He's busy. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't read his tweets. I mean, his X's. Maybe because I keep calling him tweets, he's not responding. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, Kenny, what else do you have? Are you tired of Zoom meetings, or better yet, are Zoom meetings making you tired? Well, you're not alone, because the new well, I didn't study... answer yet. Yeah, right. Yeah. J-Bo, I'll let you answer you, first. You took too long. <laughs> you didn't even take a pause. I do get a little antsy on Zoom. I don't get in them enough to get tired of them. I kind of like seeing people, but I know that there are some jobs where you're on them constantly, like oh, yeah. all day long. Yeah. It's Zoom, 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 and that can't be good for a person. 
So this new study found that so-called Zoom fatigue is real, and it may take a toll on the brain and the heart, especially in education settings. Yeah, and we've heard the horror stories that have ensued since uh, everyone was on Zoom for a period of time. Hasn't been great for education. On the brain, I'm not surprised, but the heart, what? Yeah, what does it mean, like physically or emotionally? A physical toll of video conferences suggests video conferences should be a complement to face-to-face interaction, not a substitute. Oh, look at that. Tanya, robot takeover. So they did the study with students at the University of Austria, and half attended a 50-minute lecture through video conferencing. The following week, they attended the lecture in person. The other half of the class did the opposite. And the electrical activity in their brains and hearts was monitored. They also took surveys on their fatigue and mood levels. Participants reported feeling drowsy and fed up while participating in the video Mm. conference. The brain and heart activity backed that up. Look at that. More proof that we want to be with people. We do. Kenny, what else do you have? Did you ever stop to think where the name Pepsi, as in Pepsi-Cola, comes from? No. People's minds are blown because they just learned... Pepsi was invented by a pharmacist named Caleb Bradham in North Carolina back in 1893. He originally called it Brad's Drink, and it was designed to help people with indigestion. Really? Hmm. Okay. So indigestion, the medical term is dyspepsia. Dyspepsia. So it makes me think of Pepsid AC, Pepto-Bismol. All right, I'm tracking. That's where it comes from. It's that simple. It's it's not necessarily used for that. Like it was back then. Yeah, we'd think that wouldn't help with indigestion. I remember one time I was a kid, my dad was like, your stomach feels sick? Go have a Coke. (laughs) And I I did, and I felt more sick. (laughs) Or ginger ale. Go have some ginger ale, you know? What is that going to do? Yeah, It's possible that that the makeup that was made in like the 1800s when he first discovered this as pharmacist is probably very different than what's served now. I'd bet on it being a better quality. Then than now? Yeah, then. Oh, yeah, for sure. Kenny, what else do you have? The most famous Christmas tree in the world was lit yesterday at Rockefeller Plaza in New York City. How'd it go? So far, it's still standing, which is better than we can say for the national Christmas tree at the White House, which briefly fell over on Tuesday because of high winds. Oh, I thought you were going to say a cat got inside of it. No. (laughs) There's this video that I keep seeing on Instagram where the cat goes inside the tree, and the whole thing comes down, the ornaments smash, and I'm shocked that the owner laughs about it like it's cute. It's like, that's not cute. No, that's not cute. Apollo tried that with me one time. Mm -mm. He got sprayed at. Sprayed? Yeah, a little water bottle. Really? No. Yeah, every time he got close to it. No. Oh, he learned real fast. No. (laughs) Just like that. Yep. (laughs) This year's tree at 30 Rock is the 91st tree to be on display. (laughs) Wait, no. Apollo, don't put your eyes on that tree. Don't do it. Just because you can't use Jabo's tree. Right. Doesn't mean you. Yeah. He's going to try it. It's an 80-foot Norwegian spruce. It's 43 feet wide, weighs about 12 tons. It's somewhere between 80 and 85 years old and hails from Vestal in upstate New York near Binghamton. It's so nice when a tree makes it to 85 and they go in with a big old saw. Just yeah. he had, it had so much life left. All over the country, old, perfect, strong trees mm-hmm. being ripped down. Was it a healthy tree? I, I assume so. Yeah, okay. What do they do with the tree after... Christmas comes and goes. I know this. Uh, they actually donate the lumber to Habitat uh, to human uh, Habitat oh, for right. Humanity. That's you know, cool. I knew it wasn't a good idea 
to make fun of the tree. Like there was something in the back of my head that was like, I think there's something good that happens and that's what it is. And that actually is a great thing. We need lumber anyway. Yeah. You're not making fun of the tree. You're making fun of the people that decided to cut down a healthy well, no. tree. Actually, it's great because we do need lumber. Sure. Well, yeah, we and do. lumber prices are wildly expensive and there are a lot of trees. Let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> done happy <laughs> about the, it we need those trees happy man. holidays we need those trees <laughs> it's the christmas season stop it enjoy the lights enjoy the trees please all right hey what else you got Kitty? <laughs> a set of six jerseys that were worn by Lionel messi when he and argentina won the world cup in 2022 are hitting the auction block today at sotheby's in new york city Ooh, let me see if i can get in on that hold on let me check my pockets yeah do you got uh, 10 million bucks, TJ? Oh, you know what? My he has cr- receipts. My he just credit pulled out card. a whole thing yeah. of receipts. My credit card won't go that high. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> but that's goals. Hashtag goals. Yeah. So you'll have until December 14th to place your bid. It is expected to get over $10 million. And if the predictions are correct, this could be a record for the most expensive piece of sports memorabilia sold at auction. That record currently stands with Michael Jordan's 1998 NBA Finals jersey, which was sold last year for $10.1 million dollars i i never want to tell anyone what to do with their money but if i happen to run into that bidder in the bathroom i would say hey would you consider feeding like five million families or more instead (laughs) (laughs) with with that money would you be open they would love some food especially around this time of year let me tell you that bidder has millions and millions of dollars (laughs) and they probably already considered that for that tax write-off so ah not telling them anything new no i'm sure that they're wonderful yeah. I'm just joking around. No, I'm not that bitter, but I'm sure they're wonderful. I'm, I should I'm, not be joking. I'm not getting that. involved. I'm not making anyone guilty. I don't want to be the person who makes anyone guilty. I think if you feel led to do it, great. I mean, and it doesn't have to be a big thing like that. Mm-hmm. It could be a small thing. All of it makes a difference. Yeah. That's right. And you know what? A jersey is very important. Isn't there a reason why jerseys are very important? <laughs> yeah. It, it's you need pride to, for your country, well, especially you, yeah. in the World Cup. Need them to play the game, yeah. right? Can't I love play a how game. you backpedal. Yeah, it's great. No, you're well, right. Yeah. yeah. Kenny, what else do you have? A mother has taken a TikTok to vent and hopefully alert other parents about this growing store gift card scam. What is this? So scammers are going into grocery stores, pharmacies, to the racks where they sell gift cards for various items. And they're lifting all of the important information off the back of the card before it's activated. Now, I assumed you had to go to the register and check it out. That's what I've always heard. Well, you do to use it, but... They have a computer program that will alert them when that process happens. So when someone legitimately buys the card, they're alerted, and then they immediately go and drain the card of its funds. Who even knew this was possible? But I know firsthand that it is because my mom was taken by this scam. Wow. Hey, Mom? Yeah, hi, TJ. I just assumed you must have had something to do with it. But it turns out uh, a lot of these scammers are messing with people all over the place. And the same thing that happened to you is happening to other people. So it wasn't your fault. Well, I didn't think it was my fault. It was just... No, I assumed it was your fault because of all the other scams you you fell for where it was your fault. Oh, get out. (laughs) It doesn't happen like that. This was such a sad situation because my Aunt Pat gives my mom a gift card. And she goes to use it at the store and they say oh, there's nothing on this. But the weird thing was when I got home, after they said that there was no money on it, I looked a little closer and it was a MasterCard packaging. And then when I opened it, it was a Visa in there, like Mm. some vanilla Visa card. Mm. And, you know, I, I ended up calling the company and then they asked me for all information, like my 
address, my they wanted my license, my driver's license, all this yeah. stuff. You imagine and this? I then I thought, you know what, how do I know this this card is it? A scam, which right. is yeah. crazy. See, I've scared but you I so much. I didn't know if I was if that card was a legitimate Visa card either. They drained an honor. That's crazy. And, and did you tell Aunt Pat yet about what happened? I didn't want to hurt her feelings. I mm. feel like if I told her, I know she would say, "Oh, let me send you another one or do something else." And she's it's unbelievable. They're just taking she, advantage. She can't do that. So I don't want to say anything. Yeah, because Hopefully she's not listening to your show now. No, no. <laughs> no, if my mom wants to make it right, now like the quote credit card company, if it's even them, is asking for her driver's license. Yeah. It's a, it's nope. ridiculous. Who needs this? No. Yeah, so, I guess I'm not buying gift cards anymore. <laughs> well, I don't know. Until they sort this all out, who needs the, the headache? Well, they recommend... Well, actually, the store, owner, the store uh, manager said that this is been an issue. Mm. I know it seems counterintuitive, but they recommend actually buying gift cards online, that that's possibly the safest way to go about it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Amazon yeah. might be safe. Yeah. Well, have fun with that, Mom. <laughs> okay. All right. Am I getting anything for Christmas this year, or that's pretty much done for me, right? I don't know. Yeah. You've grown that. I, I have you kids. have kids now, yeah. I have kids. Oh, everything goes to them now. I don't get in. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm sure I'll get a list. I know the list already, TJ. Wow, I didn't send it to you. Uh, I think there's La Cologne coffee or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I usually, I use Christmas and as pens a... And a journal and... Yeah, I use Christmas as a uh, resource restocking. That's so smart. my mom goes grocery shopping for me. Coffee, <laughs> pens, stationery. Mom, yeah, well, we'll I see, maybe. I love you very much. Thanks for uh, getting scammed too. and not having it be your fault. I think we're making progress. <laughs> All right. Have All a right. good day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Be careful out there. 